Oh, well done live. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Welcome all the usual suspects. Welcome all newcomers to Wolf Den Live, episode 20. Uh, nothing? Nothing. I'm, nothing, yeah, I'm, nothing. I'm out. You're, you suck at this now. I, I am. It's it's hard. You know, it's it's been a hard knock life for us. So, how is your week, Will? Well, shut up. Okay. Hi, Gavin. Hello, Super Ty. Hello, Atten. Hello, Jackie. And a white bread. White beard. Sorry. <laughs> My white beard. Whatever else. Uh, the Shifty Ninja. The Shiftiest Ninja. Shiftiest Ninja. All you people who are here live. Will. Yes, Bob. We always take... We always talk to our chat in between topics. Mm-hmm. And at the end, we take questions from the chat. Yes. And whatnot. Yes. I want to do things a little differently. Okay. We're still going to do that. Yeah. But we got to give a chance to people who aren't here live. Okay. So, if you have anything you want to talk to us about... Leave it in a comment in this YouTube video if you're watching it after. Or um, on the reviews on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. Do it on YouTube so that we can <laughs> consolidate it. Because I also want to do it on Twitter using the hashtag WolfDenLive. Spelt the correct way. Yes. And if you spell it wrong, I don't care about you. <laughs> so That's actually go to YouTube, idea. leave a comment, or go to Twitter and use the hashtag WolfDenLive. And those we will get to at the end of next time. Okay. For now, if you're here live, just leave it in the chat, mm-hmm. and we'll get to it the normal way. But next time, YouTube, comments, and Twitter. Right. But don't forget to leave a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Oh, yeah. Do that, too. <laughs> we love you guys. Yeah. We don't forget about you, you YouTube and, I mean, SoundCloud. You, and audio. Audio people. Audio listeners. So, well, I'm very sorry. We were just talking about how your week was. How was your week? It wasn't bad. I finally saw it. Saw it. I finally saw Dirty Grandpa. Um, it's actually a lot funnier than the trailers made it <laughs> that out to be. That is not what you saw. No, I did see that, actually. You did? <laughs> yeah. Is it funny? It's actually pretty funny. It's not no. a great movie. It, it kind of ends pretty badly, but there's like a lot of really funny moments in it. It's... Is the stuff that he's doing staged? What do you mean? Is it like obviously staged, the pranks that he's pulling? He's not pulling... No, that's you're thinking of Bad Grandpa. Oh, yeah. Dirty Grandpa is the one with Robert De Niro and Zac Efron. Oh, that's, oh, that's Rob, dumb. Rob, Why did you see that? Not to get our mother in trouble, but she got a bootleg of it from the salon. <laughs> she got oh. a, she got like oh, all these bootleg movies, and I saw I saw that, and I saw the boss. Both of them not bad movies, you know, not great. Not gonna set the world on fire. I'm glad I didn't pay money for them, but you know, I, there was there was a good four hours right there. Holy crap! Well, what Kanye West is here, and he's asking, is this a gaming channel? Yes, Kanye. Yes, it is. Yes, it but is. We also talk about other things. Yes. Like, for example, Will saw Civil War. Yes, that's the important it. thing. <laughs> I saw Captain America Civil War, finally. And what do you think of it? It was excellent. It, it's just as good as you've been hearing. It is. Um, I don't know if it's the best Marvel movie or my favorite Marvel movie, but it is up there. It hit all the right notes. Everybody's saying it's the best. I definitely think Winter Soldier is still the best. I think a lot of people are saying it's the best because it's the freshest right, in our true. minds. That's true. Um, but, you know, that being said, in a few years down the line, you know, when Phase 3 is over, I think this could be a, definitely a contender for one of the best. Maybe the best. Right. It's certainly um, what Avengers 2 should have been when you think about it. Um, but yeah, I really don't have a lot of complaints about it you know it, it 
it did it, it's better than the comic I, I really? feel like I need to stress that the the Civil War. I actually read Civil War before I saw the movie, just to refresh myself. Again, yeah, again. All right, and it's, I, I remember reading that you know in like high school. Yeah, it it's better than I remember it being, but it's still not that good. Like it ha- it has like a lot of significant problems. One it, of it being that the story is spread out between like a million different comics. Yeah, <laughs> that also too, the, you know. Iron Man and Captain America, not that they're out of character, but they're so far on their side, like they can't like see, you know, the forest from the trees at all. In like, the comics? In the comics, yeah. Like Tony Stark is an unrepenting asshole. <laughs> and Captain America is just so gung ho against registration that he's willing to do things that don't jive with his mentality. Right. I mean in the movie, they both did some questionable things. Right. I think they did a good job of making it so that there wasn't a clear like side to pick. Exactly. Like, in the comic, it was very clear that Iron Man was the bad guy. Right. It was very clear. Here, it was more so, um, you know, ambiguous. Like, you could be Team Iron Man or Team right. They both Captain did America. dumb things. They, they both did both dumb did things, things, but they... You know, it was done in a way that made sense. You know, they didn't like in the spoiler alert for the comics and the movie of Iron Man teams up with the Thunderbolts, which is a group of villains, like straight up villains. Yeah, I remember that. Doesn't do that in the movie. Uh, Because I think above anything, Tony Stark would not team up with. We're not spoiling the movie yet. Yeah. Um, I, I think once again, it falls for the old. Uh, superheroes are fighting because of a miscommunication. <laughs> yeah. A lot of it could have been avoided if they would have just talked about well, obviously. it. Obviously. See my video on the history of heroes fighting each other for more on that. <laughs> um, But there's a lot of nitpicky things that I can think of, yeah. but, but they're all nitpicky. It was very good. Yeah. It was a very good movie. Definitely well worth your time. Definitely see it again. Um, It's the type of movie... You know, there's always there's a debate: should superhero movies be fun or should they be serious? Oh, this is all that, all of it. This is all. This is what I'm talking about when I say like, it it took its source material and its subject matter and its story seriously, but it 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 knew when to stop and like threw in, you know, jokes and bits of levity and humor. The best comic book movies do that. Nolan's Batman movies, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movies, um, the Richard Donner Superman films, uh, and the Captain America movies. They all do that perfectly. So. Okay. Uh, do we want to get into spoilers? People have been wanting us to talk about this for a while. Right. I know if I feel bad because I know there are people in the chat who said they haven't seen it yet. <laughs> right. You know, how about... All the way at the end. All right. We'll get into spoilers. Okay. All the way enough. at the end. And we'll, tell, we'll kick all you guys out. Yeah. Um, for now, I'm playing Uncharted. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. I, I'm waiting for you to just disappear so I can take the PS4. Way too much climbing. Really? Yeah. Huh. I've, I'm only on chapter 10, no, 11 or 12 out of 22. Okay. So I'm like halfway through. Yeah. But... Holy crap, there's so much climbing. It's insane. It, it got to the point where it was a little bit unfun to climb. Really? The amount of climbing, yeah. But when you're not climbing, it's awesome. Even the climbing's fun, but like it gets, See, it gets that's old. That's interesting, because my favorite part of the Uncharted games were 
the platforming. I think that's why they did that. Yeah. But right now it switched up. Now I just got through a giant section that was off-roading in the Jeep. And it was the best <laughs> riding around in a Jeep I have ever had. I would play a whole game that's just off-roading in the Jeep. Because you're basically yeah. climbing, but in the Jeep. You have a winch. You are you get stuck in the mud. You, you're going over rocks and stuff. It's insane. Nice. It's awesome. You're going up cliffs. It's amazing. And um, um, you remember the first trailer that they had? Where you were in like that city in like Africa or something? Yeah, yeah. I'm there. Okay. I'm, I'm there right now. And hopefully after this, I can play more of that. All right, uh, but it's friggin' awesome. Definitely, definitely have to check that out. I can see why it's getting like eights though. Yeah, because the climbing got stale for a little bit. For yeah, a good I, like, I heard, you know, for a good hour or two, I was like, man, I got, I want to do something else. Yeah, <laughs> but the stealth's good, weapons are good, fighting's good, story's great, story's awesome. <laughs> they make you like. Naughty Dog is really good at making you f- feel for the characters lately. <laughs> lately, they've been good for making you feel for mm-hmm. the characters. And um, they're really good at making you immersed. Like, spoilers, I don't care. I ruined it in my video anyway. <laughs> uh, the the uh, Crash Bandicoot part. Yeah. They're, the two characters are talking while you're playing the video game. Yeah. And they're talking about the things that you're doing. So there's... There's certain things that you can do that'll trigger certain dialogues, and they feel so natural. Even in the Jeep sequences, there's dialogue between the two characters that aren't Nathan Drake, and they go back and forth Mm -hmm. while you're driving. And if you get out of the car, Nathan Drake goes, wait right here. (laughs) And then he gets out of the car, and then when he gets back in the car, they'll go, oh, so you were saying... And then they'll start off, and it seems so seamless. Wow. It's, like, amazing. That's cool. Little things, like, they're really good at small details like that. Yeah. But you gotta play it. Yeah, I definitely will. I'm I'm curious to see how it compares to Rise of the Tomb Raider, which was also excellent. I gotta get that. Is that for PS4 yet? Not yet. Because I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it when that happens. Yeah. Um... Fanatic says, way too much of a lot of stuff. Uncharted 4 is redundant. What? Even the characters know it. Don't get me wrong, it's an awesome game, but the redundancy was a huge sticking point for me. I'm not done with it yet, so I don't want to say it's that redundant. I, I have heard like that, you know, the fact that it's because it's so long, the game. It is you know, very it, long. It does get repetitive and, you know, drags. I mean, even The Last of Us, mm-hmm. one of the best games of all time ever. Says uh, you. Says me. <laughs> only has like three different types of enemies. Yeah. <laughs> but... The way you can, there's a lot of different ways to, you know, go about right. fighting. But I feel and like it's the same thing in Uncharted. I feel like with The Last of Us, that was an example of like good story and atmosphere um, helping right. what is essentially, I don't want to say a basic game, but, you know, had it not been for the strong story and atmosphere and all of that, it wouldn't have scored as highly as it did. There was a point in the game where I was just straight up killing innocent people <laughs> who like were just bystanders to yeah. me doing a bad thing because, you know, he's a thief. Yeah. And I was just straight up murdering like a lot of them. And I felt re- I was like, no, yeah. I wish it was a little bit like The Last of Us where you can just ignore combat, but it's not. Yeah. They have those sections where you have to kill everybody and mm-hmm. let a door unlock or something. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was the best part of Unchar- uh, The Last of Us is that there could be like, like 
30 bad guys and you can just walk right past all of them i usually wind up killing all of them there was there were points because i played it on hard Mm. so like i did not (laughs) want to want to waste my ammo or anything so there were parts where i would just sneak by everybody and i wish you could do that in uncharted but sometimes you can't um anybody else tevia says yeah the crash bandicoot easter egg is awesome it sure is Mm -hmm. uh yeah i I called the game basic (laughs) What game, basic? I've said the gameplay of The Last of Us is kind of basic. Well, I, it's very you can stripped down any game to its core mechanics, right? You know? But I feel like because that that game played so similarly to Uncharted, The Last right. of Us. Right. I mean, it makes I've sense. never played an Uncharted game before. I played The Last of Us, and when you started playing Uncharted, you start to see like all the connections and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. I definitely see a lot more connections in this one. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I played Uncharted 3 after I played The Last of Us, and uh, I saw connections, but The Last of Us added a lot more. There were a lot there was a stakes. There was a crafting system, there was less ammo, it was more stealth-focused. Right. I just feel that if it didn't have the, a strong story and atmosphere, we wouldn't be talking about it today. I disagree. I think it helps a lot, but the actual uh, gameplay mechanic of... Not having a lot of ammo, being forced to remember, I am alive. That game yeah. that we wanted to be good so bad. Yeah, that would have been great if it followed the same mechanics as the last one. Right, did, where you don't have a lot of ammo, you have to choose whether or not to fight or or fly. That yeah. that I think is the best part of the Last of Us is that you don't have to fight the person if you can handle it, and you know you have the actual humans and the and the zombies that you're right. fighting against. So. You could take things every every single encounter can be taken a different way. Right. And you can think about like the repercussions, you know? <laughs> I mean, I'm not taking anything away from Last of Us. I think it is a great game. I just think it's more of a nine out of ten instead of a ten out of ten. And I feel like that I'm one of like three people who thinks that. <laughs> that's that's fair. Mm-hmm. That's totally fair. Um Somebody said someone here. Live to Rock said, so Uncharted 4 is awesome, and I don't have a PS4. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Do something about that. <laughs> Do you have, what are you, what are your topics, Will? I, oh, I got topic. I got topics for days. Son. I have a lot, but I don't want to do too many. Okay. Um, I know a big one that's probably going to be on your mind. Uh, is Ghostbusters. No, actually. It's not even on there? No. Oh, we got to talk about it. I don't want to. <laughs> well, I at least want to talk about. Did you see Cinemassacre's video? I did. Did you see Patton Oswalt's response on Twitter? Yes. <laughs> what exactly did he say? Can you pull uh, it up? Yeah, hold on. Because I think his video was great, and his video, he didn't even say anything bad or offensive or anything. He and didn't, I, no. I pretty much completely agree with him, like 100% in his video. He doesn't... What's his name? Uh, James Rolfe. James Rolfe. The angry video game The nerd. angry video game nerd who was not angry. He was not in character He was himself. He was yeah. being totally serious. He does not want to review the new Ghostbusters movie because he doesn't want to watch it because he doesn't think it's going to be good. It yeah. looks like garbage. And he doesn't think he has to sit through it. He doesn't want to give them his money. Yeah. So Also, too, like, it should be, I, like, I probably should point out, like, he is a massive fan of Ghostbusters. Yeah. Like, the way we are of Star Wars, like, that's what he is, is Ghostbusters. So it would be understandable for him to be upset that they're, you know, just going to throw out the original story and try something new. You know. Right. Uh, f- 
Patton Oswalt responded to that saying, I really want to hate this Cinemassacre Ghostbusters review, but I'm such a fan of noisy, thick saliva swallowing it won my heart. <laughs> uh, I I mean, I saw the trailer and at, at, the last trailer was terrible. It was a bad trailer. It was, it wasn't and good. I was like, you know what? Maybe it's just a bad trailer. Maybe it'll get good. Maybe the actual movie's good. Maybe it's just a bad yeah. cut. That's a very small possibility. Did you see the, like the new trailer that came out today? I saw that trailer. It is maybe worse than the other trailer. You think it's worse? Possibly, yes. I thought it was better. Really? Yeah. In what way? They're, they showed different types of humor. They showed more of what the actual movie is about. They didn't try this weird crap that the first trailer did by try they the first trailer tried to connect it to the original movie, even though this movie has nothing to do with it. Right. So they didn't do that. Um there was that bar there was a bit at the end where Leslie Jones says she has like the dragon on her and she's just like nonchalantly saying, I'm gonna leave. Right. I'm goodbye. Like that's something that could have fit in original Ghostbusters style. Right. So like it 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 is look at least to me like it does look a little better. It that part looked very forced though. You think? Yes, it did not feel natural like it. What that you're right, that part written would have been perfect in the original Ghostbusters. Maybe but not in this. Maybe the way she delivered cuz that's not her typical style of humor, Leslie Jones. Right. So maybe like just the way she her delivered it. Her whole character feels forced in all of these things cuz her character is always like the hook in all these in both of these trailers. Yeah. And it's not funny. The delivery's not it's just not there. I don't know. It's See, here's here's the thing. They're making her out to be the big dumb girl. Yeah. Here here's the, here's my whole thing with Ghostbusters. I want this movie to be good. So bad. I really do. <laughs> In terms of aesthetic, it looks, and purely based on looks, it looks like the Ghostbusters. They look like the Ghostbusters. Their gear looks like Ghostbusters gear. Their car looks like, you know, it could be a Ghostbusters car. Too the, much the ghost effects that make it, you know, like, well, no, fantastical. E even, like, the ghosts themselves just look like CGI versions of the ghosts from the 80s movie. I mean, yeah. It, yeah, but then they add the smoke and all this other garbage. Yeah, okay, okay. But, like, that's just more... I'm not against them adding CGI. I think that it's necessary yeah. for something like this. But you don't have to overdo it. It is It is a little overdone. I mean, they are showing a lot from what looks like the end with, like, this big ghost fight. Yeah. For some reason. They are. I mean, but that that's fine. Like, it still... It looks like the Ghostbusters. The thing is, the humor in Ghostbusters was very laid back, subtle, more about the mundanity of everyday life. Yes. Whereas this seems much more over the top, slapsticky, more reminiscent of the previous movies that director Paul Feig has done. And listen, Paul Feig is a great director. Bridesmaids is hysterical. Bridesmaids is awesome, yeah. Yeah. And from everything I've heard, Spy is just as good if not better. Melissa McCarthy can be really funny. Kristen Wiig can be really funny. Kate McKinnon is hysterical. Just flat out hysterical. And Leslie Jones on SNL is funny. She's got great comedic timing and everything. This has all the ingredients to be a good movie. 
but they're not doing Ghostbusters the way it probably should be. You yeah, know? I don't know what went wrong. I think I th- Sony wants Ghostbusters to be a mega franchise because they screwed up Spider-Man, they screwed up mm. Men in Black, they screwed up all these things. They're like, let's try again with Ghostbusters. And apparently from what I've heard was they, they were getting pitches from everybody, including Dan Aykroyd, who, bless his heart, really wanted to do Ghostbusters <laughs> 3. And then Paul Feig, who just come off of like two big movies, came in and said, I'll do it, all women, and that, that's, the, that's the version they signed off on, which is fine. But like I like the director, I yeah. like the cast. It's just I don't know what happened. Yeah, <laughs> this doesn't look good. Yeah, I don't. Um, Chris Hemsworth, he seems like he's like the nerdy dude. He's supposed to be like the receptionist. He's the nerdy dude yeah. slash receptionist. Because in this one, he's like, I could be a Ghostbuster. Yeah. Come on, just let me try. And it's like obviously they're like kicking him, like keeping him out of the club. Yeah. And then it looks like he might be the bad guy. He might have gotten possessed and turned into the yeah. bad guy for the end, which makes sense because he's really famous. Yeah. And I don't see any other bad guys in this. You know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I want this movie to be good. I'm going to see. Who, I'm going to see this movie. Who was it in the first Ghostbusters? What was that character? He Walter like, Peck. Yeah, he like never played anything again. He was hunting. I shrunk the kids, and then that's. Oh like, no, no, no! That's Rick Moranis. Yeah, Rick yeah. Moranis. Louis Tully. Chris Hemsworth is Rick Moranis slash the receptionist. Yeah, he's Rick Moranis. If Rick Moranis was allowed to be the receptionist because he was good looking. Yeah. <laughs> it just I don't I don't like it, and they're playing off of even though it's all girls, they're playing off of tropes. Yeah, like big black girl always has to let everybody know that she's black. <laughs> um, hot guy, Chris Hemsworth and, uh, yeah. surrounded by girls. Like, yeah, but like, like, like they, they freaking like did reverse sexism here. <laughs> that's a, that's another thing I want to, I mean, I don't want to bring it up, but I feel like, you know, it is the elephant in the room. If if this movie was like like a straight up remake where it was just four dudes busting ghosts, we would probably not be having this conversation. The, we, we, About how bad it's going to be. Well, we would be having this conversation, but the general not to the extreme. Probably. Yeah, yeah. The whole you're world right. would not be having this conversation. I think you're absolutely right because now it can't just be about whether or not you think a movie is going to be good or bad. If you think the movie is going to be good, then you're immediately lumped in with, you know, the f- the extreme feminist movement. If you think the movie is going to be bad, you're immediately lu- immediately lumped in with this extreme men's right movement. If it was more in the middle of the road, like, well, when people heard it was going to be all women, people freaked out. Right. I was not one of those people. Neither you were was not I. One of those people. No, because these women are great. They're yeah. all good. Yeah. And they're just going about an all female cast the wrong way, like. When you look at something like, I mean, I'm going to compare everything to The Force Awakens because it's an amazing movie. <laughs> yeah. But I never once for a second thought that's a female lead. Yeah. I never even thought about yeah. it. Yeah, no. So that's that's how you have to do it. Don't let every, you know, you don't have to like feed off of it. it just It's just another character. Or Alien. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. That 
role was written for a dude. Yeah. And she she just played it. Like there's four movies later. Yeah, there's no it doesn't matter what gender that character is. Right. It also doesn't matter what gender the Ghostbusters are unless you try to force it. And that's what they're doing. Right. I mean, this trailer, it definitely seemed like there were subtle, like, clues and stuff that they were addressing that. Like, the newscaster says, is society going to accept these Ghostbusters? Leslie Jones, when she's on the floor, she's like, I don't know if this is a race thing or a sex thing, but you're all dead. And things like that. Um, Muslim McCarthy says, like, we don't want mass hysteria or anything like that. So, it definitely seems like they're aware well, I know they're aware there's a problem. Paul Feige came out and said, like, geek culture is full of assholes, which he's right. Like, it's full of assholes. So, um, but yeah, I'm I'm going to just say right now, because I, I don't want to tarp on Ghostbusters anymore. I don't no, we're, wanna... we're getting out of this conversation. From now until July 15th when the movie comes out, I am not going to say another word about it. Right, you're actually going to watch it? I am actually going to watch it. I'm not, not going to see it. You're not going to see well, it? Well, first of all, I don't go to the movies a lot. You don't, yeah. So, there's just... I, I It's actually like I have to really want to see something in order to go out. I'm right. only... Basically only seeing comic book movies. Yeah. So, not, this is not worth me leaving the house right. because I know that I'm not going to like it. Right. So, but I am going to go. I am going to support this movie. Um, if it's good, great. Uh, that means more Ghostbusters, uh, which is always a good thing. Um, and if it's bad, that means I won't see Ghostbusters too. So, hopefully they won't friggin' have it. But yeah. you never know with these assholes. So, uh, Tim Simpson, like how James Rolfe is under attack for saying he thinks it's going to be bad and now people are calling him misogynist. He never we once, did talk about it. He never once said anything about the fact that there were women in no. it. I think the only thing he said was that na- like we call this movie the female Ghostbusters. It's true. Which is a fact. Yeah. Because it's just called Ghostbusters which yeah. is dumb. Uh, it should be Ghostbusters something. Yeah. The next generation yeah, or something like that. Reborn or something. But Philip says, I still just got to watch the original. Did you like it? <laughs> Jackie says, can anyone write original stories anymore? No. No. Nobody I was talking, Nobody wants to see that. I was talking to my friend about this not too long ago, and I, I realized that even the stuff we liked as kids is just like a remake of something from like years ago. Like, you know, Batman 89 or like uh, Power Rangers is taken from Japanese stuff and is basically Voltron and, and Super Sentai and all these other nonsense so everything's a remake everything's iteration everything's nobody wants to see new stuff it's it doesn't get as much attention it's harder to make something new and get an audience around the thing is now it's just more blatant right like everybody's more open and blatant about their rob collins said i don't understand the nostalgia for ghostbusters at all or why these man children are so angry he must be young (laughs) And must not have seen the original Ghostbusters on the TV. Yeah. Well, here, okay. I that that's been a thing that's been brought up. The fact that you know a lot of people don't think the original Ghostbusters is that great. I don't want to know those people. Number one. <laughs> number two. A lot of people like just keep coming out and saying that like Ghostbusters two is should not be remembered because it's not good. It's you know, they made one good movie and it was lightning in a I'll bottle because it just you. happened to be... They blur together for me. 
here's the thing. Here's the thing with Ghostbusters two. Ghostbusters two is the worst kind of sequel because it's beat for beat exactly the same as the first movie. That might be why it blurs together. But the individual like jokes and segments in within Ghostbusters two is still funny, and there's still good parts in it. Because you still got the same extremely talented cast and crew doing it again. Because like the part in the beginning when they're lowering Ray into the sewer and they're digging a hole in First Avenue, that's a great scene. And Vigo and like the slime, that's like a great villain and a great concept. The problem is it's just, you know, beat for beat the same as the first movie. Also, too, there was a long-running cartoon series. That was very well liked and very well remembered. I'm of the opinion that the reason why we love Ghostbusters so much has more to do with that cartoon than it does Ghostbusters Extreme. The movie. No, the real Ghostbusters. The real Ghostbusters. The real Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters Extreme was the spinoff of right, real right. Ghostbusters, which wasn't bad in itself. All right, uh, I would like to take this time mm-hmm. to say that there's a sale on tpublic.com. <laughs> uh, I made this shirt. You can buy it. Super tie. If you're there. No, you know what? I got it. <laughs> oh, wait. I don't want you people to see that. <laughs> I opened up my my Google key by accident. <laughs> Where I have written down all of the analytics for a bunch of our videos. <laughs> I can't copy this. Super tie. Put the link up to that shirt. Uh... Also, there's a link in the description of this video for our store. Yes. Everything is on sale for $14. So go out this and buy some shirts. only. And this weekend. So buy some shirts. Link is in our description. Super tight. I'll put the link to this shirt. It's just... Just go to T-Public and type in Overwatch. It's one of the first shirts. Yeah. So there you go. That's it. Oh, this is my desktop. <laughs> Uh, um, all right, are we done with? We're done with Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. You got something now? Yeah, I got something. Um, New York Comic Con. Wait, what? Oh, never mind. Super Tie's got it. All right, the link to that shirt. If you can, Super Tie, thank yeah. you very much. You're the best. I love you. Um, so the New York Comic Con, um, big events every year, New York, October. Um, they have a pretty big problem when it comes to uh ticket sales this was in my list um this year they are now going to require everybody who buys a ticket to have filled out a fan verification profile on their website this this includes like if say i was going to buy uh four tickets Every single ticket has to be associated with a profile. So all my friends who I'm buying tickets for have to set up profiles now. That's insane. This is... I hate this for so many reasons. Like, to me, they're saying it's to cut back on scalping. Because apparently they have a big scalping problem. Right. Which is fair. I think they're doing this because more so than scalping... They have a big overcrowding problem. And they're trying to weed out certain people from going to Comic-Con. I don't think so. Because they want to sell tickets. They want... Yeah, obviously. I heard that at PAX, 
they up it they up the ticket sales by 10 percent every year even though it's really? in the same spot so i wouldn't put it past comic-con to be doing the same because i know san diego comic-con has a cap like once it hits like i think 130,000 tickets sold they stop because like they can't do anymore. Right, right, right. New York Comic Con has no cap, so it keeps growing every year. That's I, why they're expanding to beyond the Javits Center. I think that they they definitely want to sell as many tickets as possible, but this is definitely alienating people. This is definitely yeah. going to cut people out. Um, it will definitely cut out scalpers. Yeah, but you're also punishing your fans. Yeah. This, these fans that you're verifying, you're punishing them because, like, what if a dad wants to get tickets for his kids? Yeah, now exactly. His kids need to sign up. That's ridiculous. They're, they said, like, if you're a child under the age of whatever, you don't need a profile. What? 18? Because there's, like, you know, <laughs> I know, like, some 18 year olds are going to go with their parents, you know? Mm-hmm. What if your dad really likes, you know, this stuff? Since kids six to 12 don't need to fill out a verification profile, how do I assign? a kid to their ticket all right so six well, there's to also 12. kids tickets you yeah know? but that's ridiculous i don't know yeah apparently um near comic-con is controlled by a uh, read pop who also does packs oh so then there you go they're yeah. they're they're definitely upping it by a certain yeah. percentage every year but this is see the thing like read pop does like a million cons and new york comic-con is the only one that ever seems to be a problem like I don't hear about this with C two E two. I didn't hear about this with Star Wars Celebration. Hacks wasn't bad. Hacks yeah. was fine. It wasn't overcrowded or anything. They also last or two years ago did they start with the RFID chips? It's like in the two tags? or three years ago. Yeah. Yeah, they had uh, to cut down on scalping. They had RFID chips in the tags, so you couldn't like, I couldn't walk into the convention center, then pass it to Will. Which I've had problems with that too, because I would like scan my thing, leave come back scan it and it would say nope you're already scanned in like i i had problems with that how did that happen i don't know and then what do you do i have to go to freaking customer service they have to like reset it and all this stuff make sure it's like tied to the right that's ridiculous. name and nonsense it, do we have to do that with uh media or exhibitor passes what scan like, yeah like did you scan- have this you had exhibitor pass did you have to tap it yeah i don't remember yeah no you have to tap it what about you the media one media exhibit um professional that's insane. every single thing you have to scan it's it's so i just you know they're they've gotten too big for their own good and they don't know how to handle it yeah. so they're coming up with all these like really anti-consumer measures to like try and you know facilitate things but all it's really doing is like frustrating us I think there will be a lot if they, if they're going to continue this. There's going to be a lot less people at this one. Yeah, for sure. I think so. Which might be nice because I like walking around. It would be great, but it's so stupid for them. <laughs> they need to make money. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And this is going to be Stan Lee's last year at New York Comic Con. Why so. are you just assuming that he's going to die? <laughs> no, he said this is going to be his last year. Really? Yeah. Interesting. He's like this strain on traveling is too much for me. I'm ninety. Five million years old. I have to stop. <laughs> Excelsior. It's true. Yeah. So I don't know. Tevi says, "Isn't it a bit overkill?" Or isn't a bit overkill? I don't know what he means by that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, a little much. Yeah, I think. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> nobody seems to have any opinion on, on it. 
one way or the other. Yeah. Uh, Gavin Roberts to say, uh, one good thing coming out of the new Ghostbusters, Ecto Cooler returns. Ooh. So, yeah. I didn't know that. I thought I brought it up on the show. Okay, I maybe knew that. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to taste the same. <laughs> let you know right now. It might. And it's still high C. It's true. Talk about Cinema Massacre. Uh, hmm. I mean, it's really all I got. Star Wars Rogue right. One, something happened. Oh. There was they, a. They leaked uh, a bunch names. of characters. Yeah. I looked at it because I just needed to know. Yeah. Nobody recognizable. Nope. No, Nobody. no, Tarn, no Jan Ors. It was very upsetting. But we still don't know who Miles Nicholson is. He's playing uh, Jan Ors' father. Right, but we don't yeah. know who he is. We don't know his name. Yeah. Right. Um, but it was a slight confirmation that Darth Vader is going to be in it. Yes. She was all over that. Yeah. Which is cool. Which we all pretty much thought. I think they confirmed that. Did they, they said he was going to be in it. Yeah. I thought they were just like dancing around it. I'm pretty sure they said he was going to be yeah. in it. I just farted real loud on this couch. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What do you got over there, Will? Um, I got, going back to my favorite cinematic universe, the DC cinematic universe. Um, according to this title of this article, major shakeups happening. Um, first, they're now calling the division DC Films. Which, okay, sure. Um, and now, it's going to be run by Warner Brothers executive John Berg and DC chief creative officer and writer extraordinaire Jeff Johns. They are going to basically be what Kevin Feige is to Marvel. They're going to be for Warner, for Warner Brothers and DC. Which is good. Because it's been said that one of the problems with Batman vs Superman, and you can tell... Is that there were too many cooks in the kitchen? There were Correct. just so many people like left and right throwing in ideas and pulling strings and all this and that, and you can definitely tell um, in the end result. Um, pretty much, it sounds like they're creating, they're restructuring DC Entertainment and creating DC Films because the box office was disappointing. It did not make a billion dollars, which it needed to to be considered profitable which is a problem in and of itself. And the fact that it was critically, let's say, destroyed, <laughs> um, and that there's not really a lot of goodwill um, going on right now with the DC Cinematic Universe. Um, it, it's been said that the Suicide Squad reshoots um, were an answer to Batman vs. Superman, um, and now it looks like this DC films is to try and finally course correct and steer in a clear direction. I, um, I mean, I think it's a good idea. Yeah. I don't think it's bad at all. Probably what they should have done. I think the they're a little too far in the motions of the next. Oh, they're, al they're already like, neck deep and everything. Suicide Squad is almost done. Like yeah, It's almost if, done editing. I don't know if Jeff Wonder, Johns could pull them out. Wonder Woman just finished uh, Principal Photography. So, I mean, it, it, it's definitely too late for Suicide Squad. It might be too late for Wonder Woman. Right. Um, it's not too late for anything else. I mean, they'd have to do some significant changes to Justice League. Just lower the budget. Like, people are going to see these movies. Yeah. You don't need to make blockbusters. You know? Well, 
no, they need to make blockbusters. They need to know how to do it more resourcefully. Right. You know, maybe, you know, step one, fire the guy who's been directing the majority (laughs) of them. You know, nobody likes him. Why are they doing that? No. Warner Brothers is apparently fed up with him. Like, there was rumor going around that they were, like, really considering firing him. Why haven't they? Ben Affleck apparently really likes him. And he's an executive producer on Justice League. That's insane. I know. But. I don't understand. Remember, like, a few days before the movie came out, it had, like, a 90-something on Rotten Tomatoes? No, it didn't. People were like, oh, my God, this movie's the best movie I've ever seen. People were saying that because they wanted it to be. Yeah, but people who saw the movie early were like, everybody's going to freaking love this movie. It's amazing. And the movie came out, and it was trash. Everybody hated it. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. I should clarify by saying, I thought it was okay. (laughs) So, apparently, I like trash. Yeah. I mean, I'm holding out hope for this. Like, now it seems like they have their ducks in a row. Jeff Johns... um, is one of the best comic book writers working right now. Um, and he, nobody knows DC comics better than him. Nobody. So he's the type of person who I think, uh, probably should be leading this ship. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff John should be leading this ship. Something about Zack Snyder sucking. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, yeah, Zack Snyder just needs to stop. He's he's a boxer who punches way outside of his weight class. He needs to like f- go back to you know what he's good at, which is what's he good at? Smaller things, less focused on you know trying to tell something important and more simplistic ideas. You know, like his Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead, the original Romero Dawn of the Dead had like a pretty like you know, heady idea of like, you know, consume based on like consumerism and how it's turning us all into mindless zombies. Um, but his dawn, Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead downplayed it significantly. It focused more on all the other stuff, the horror, the action. Yeah. It's, I still say it's one of the best action movies of the last 15 years. So like if he sticks to more stuff like that, and also, too, less CGI because Sucker Punch, I've seen Sucker Punch. It's just nonsense. He, It seems like he doesn't know how to do CGI. Yeah. Some directors don't. Some directors True. are amazing at it, mm-hmm. like J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams, James Cameron. James uh, Cameron. Uh, I don't know. I mean, George Lucas is amazing at CGI, but not much else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was like the original Phantom Menace was like revolutionary. Yeah. And... You see the way they like split takes? Like he would yeah. take two takes and put them together. Yeah. And the editors like absolutely hated him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically everybody in the chat agrees that gotta get Zack Snyder out. Liv Tarox's opinion on Jeff Johns. I mean, I think he's great. I really do. I mean it's rare that I've read something of his that's like bad. Like even like his bad stuff is like better than a lot of people's good stuff. I've heard people complain like that his Wonder Woman is too warrior focused instead of being, you know, more peaceful diplomatic. Um 
which is sort of true, but it's never really bothered me that much. Uh, I will say his Batman Earth One, not as good as people think it is, because <laughs> Batman in that sucks, and I don't I don't, I don't want to read a Batman story where he just straight up sucks. I mean, it's you know. That was his his first year, right? Right, but yeah. like I've read, you know, first year Batman stories before, and he doesn't suck. Right, right. He might have problems, but he doesn't straight up like he straight up sucks. Tevia brings up a good point. Mm-hmm. What about Bruce Tim? Bruce Tim is, you know, he he's another level. He's god tier, <laughs> you know. So, but he did he write a lot of stuff? He wrote some things. He's mostly known for his the animation and yeah. the drawing. I mean. Other guys like Paul Dini and Al Burnett. I mean, I'm sure he concept out a lot of the yeah. animated stuff. Did, do you think he had a lot of say in the original stories of the original Probably. Batman and Justice League cartoons? I'm sure, like he had, yeah, he, I think he definitely had like a say in it because he was he wasn't just like an animator; he was like a producer and like a showrunner. So okay, so that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, I think he would be amazing. Yeah, I do want to see a Star Wars book come out of him. Yeah, because he does a great Star War. Yeah. Um, I just want to say real quick, uh, front of the show, Tim Simpson, uh, he loves Sucker Punch. Tim, I would love to talk to you about that. You you look like you would love Sucker Punch. <laughs> Go check out his Twitch channel. Yeah. LP Soldier. LP Soldier. 1313? Or 0303? 1313. Okay. I want to say. Let's just say that. He'll he'll put it in the chat. Um, Anyway. Didn't talk a lot about video games. No. Star Wars Battlefront. Apparently EA came out. Well, one of the guys came out and said, straight up, they released it early to coincide with uh, The Force Awakens, which everybody knew. Yeah. It's just nice to sometimes... I've said it before on this channel that that's why they did that and didn't have a, a story... To go or campaign, it's just nice to have them just admit it. Right? They you said know? they would have liked to have a campaign, but they needed it. To, yeah, and it's true. Like, yeah, which it is honestly fine. would not have made as much money if it didn't release alongside yeah, yeah. the uh, the Force Awakens. It would have made a lot still. Yeah, it probably would have been if it had more content in it. It would have been more well received probably, yeah. and maybe had a longer lifespan. But I mean, people that are initial, still playing Battlefront. Game sales only matter the first week mm-hmm. to these people, so uh, I could see where they're coming from. But mm-hmm. if they wanted it to have a longer lifespan, they should have held out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I can guarantee you now Battlefront Two will definitely have a campaign, right? So i I didn't even care that it doesn't that didn't have a campaign, as long as the multiplayer could hold my interest, and it didn't. Yeah. It just straight up didn't. I was very disappointed by Battlefront. I liked it for like two days. Mm-hmm. It was good for like two days, and then you know, four maps. I had four maps. Right. Well, they expect you to spend another fifty bucks to get the season pass to get all the more maps. It was LP Soldier O three O three. I was right the second time. <laughs> Overwatch, only ooh, Overwatch is an only multiplayer game. Right. Amazing. Right. Absolutely amazing. You know what it is? In Battlefront, it doesn't all like it's just. The stormtroopers are bland. Yeah. The the rebel soldiers are bland. The weapons are bland. Because I mean, it's I know understand it's hard to yeah make these laser weapons like feel different and like fire different. I mean, because like we've unique. only really like 
seen like three laser pistols in the Star Wars universe. Right. They had to make up a lot. Right. So, um, but man, Overwatch does such a good job yeah. having every character be different. If if you if the gameplay is getting stale, you just switch characters. It's so good. So good. Tevye says Battlefront Two is going to suck. I don't know. Battlefront One didn't. I mean, I was disappointed, but like it was good for like. A, From what I played at Battlefront, bit. it was good. I think it just needs more content. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, it was. I I don't know if I could say it's good, but yeah. I don't know if I could say it's bad either. I'm like, because it had a lot there. It just yeah. Like I would I. I would go back and tell myself to save my money. Yeah. You know? <sighs> Screw EA game. <laughs> what else do I have here? Oh, and Kojima. Oh, yeah. Posted this picture of uh, Ludin. Yeah, his, his, um, his logo. Mascot. His mascot logo. And it looks like it's straight out of Metal Gear of uh, course. 5. I mean... Yeah, I'll give him a break. He's, you know, he's been working on Metal Gear for like a thousand years. So of course, the next thing he's gonna do probably gonna be, you know, Metal Gear. I mean, he's with Yoji Shinkawa. Yeah, he's amazing. Mm -hmm. And I mean, basically, they're they're doing. It looks like they're gonna do like a sci-fi Metal Gear Five, which would be amazing. That that would be interesting. I maybe I'll like it more than I am. Except I think it's gonna be more of a shooter. Okay. Like it's gonna be like more action than stealth. Okay. Which is fine. Yeah, I'm totally fine by that. Yeah. Um, got anything else, Will? Because I think that's it. I think I'm done. Um, yeah, I don't think I had anything else. Oh, um, real quick, Asa- the Assassin's Creed movie trailer. Oh yeah, that came out like right after we finished Wolf Den Live last week. Right. Um, so if you didn't see, they finally showed a trailer for the live action Assassin's Creed starring Michael Fassbender. Uh, it's coming out later this year. Close around Rogue One's coming out, which is surprising. Um, I mean, it look it looks like Assassin's Creed. Like it looks like what I would imagine an Assassin's Creed movie would look like. Right. Apparently, they they said they released this a little tidbit a little later. It's going to to take place sixty percent in the present. Oh come on! And then the rest in the past. Come. on. On. Which is not only the opposite of how the games work, but that's everybody's least favorite part is all the present day stuff. Come on. Like, <sighs> I, did you like the trailer when you saw it? Or you like, I this it, looks like it's going to be good. I thought it was looked all right. I thought there was, I did not, you like, did not it. like it. I did not like it at no. all. No, not one bit. <laughs> <laughs> like the pictures we saw were awesome. Yeah. I was like, Michael Fassbender looks like a great assassin. Yeah. The world is perfect. I th- when oh, man, like, first of all, the the animus is a giant arm thing. Yeah, I don't get that at all. It's just a bed. <laughs> Why do you have to change it? Why do you have to change it at all? Uh, it's so simple. Yeah, you have to like movieify it. No, that's not what you do. Like everything You're else, movieifying the wrong things. Yeah, like, him him jumping into you know him jumping off of the. The building into yeah. like a, a hay bale and doing leap of faith or whatever. That is great. Mm-hmm. That is what you can movieify the hell out of. I don't care. Yeah. The girl assassin who's doing that fighting, and then she goes like this. Yeah. She's like, yeah. Yeah. 
it looks so bad. It's yeah, like that you, look, it's like you do you that, did not know what you were doing. That looks like you can tell like she's not really stabbing them. She's just pushing them. Like nobody choreo was, was there no choreographer for that. I, I don't know. Like and it's weird because I've I've said it before. This, it's in the trailer. It this, has to look yeah, good. This is the same director who just did Fastbender's Macbeth, which was like hailed as like one of the best, most violent versions of Macbeth ever done. So you would think, you know, he would know what he's doing, but... Is this going to be rated R? I don't think so. I don't know. I doubt it. I highly doubt it. But... I don't know. There's such good stories you can tell in the Assassin's Creed universe. What are they doing? I don't know. And how come Michael Fassbender didn't stop them? (laughs) (laughs) I mean... I had so much faith. I know I'm already dismissing it, but like... Come on! I'll say I'll say that my least favorite part of the trailer was the the song they picked for that did yeah, not everybody hated the song at all. But I mean, from a distance, like it looks like Assassin's Creed. It looks like there could be something to it. I think the fact that you know now they're saying majority of it is going to take place in the present day that's turning me off because that is it is a known fact. That the present day stuff is the worst stuff about Assassin's Creed. I am not going to lie. I was really interested in the Desmond story. I wanted a lot more of the Desmond stuff. Not like when I played Assassin's Creed 2 and those other ones. 2.3 and 2.7. I was excited to be pulled out and hear a little bit more of what was going on in that world. Mm -hmm. Um, I was excited how they were getting more and more actiony in the Desmond stuff. And I want, I I wanted so bad to come into the present day and you just never got, it It was like a giant cock teeth. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad they didn't do present day Assassin's Creed because then what separates it from every other stealth game? I feel like they tried with Watch Dogs and Mirror's Edge. Yeah. But I don't know the Desmond's the Desmond stuff. Like that was pretty much just there to explain the conventions of the video game, right? To you, which is fine. And then they tried to build a story out of it, which it wasn't a good story. But you know what? It was there, and it, like it, it held your attention just enough to get through the game. But there's no way this is gonna be enough to do. Like a majority of the movie on, because that it was like regardless of what you thought about the Desmond stories, those were always the worst part of that game, and the actual assassin stuff that took place in the past was the best part. I think I only liked it because it was barely there. Yeah, like that's why exactly. that was the only reason why I liked it. Mm-hmm. If it's gonna be sixty percent of the movie, that's not good. Yeah, that's very not good because nobody's going to see this movie for the present day stuff. Yeah. Look at the trailer. Yeah. The trailer is all old stuff. Old stuff. You know. Yeah. Spanish Inquisition stuff. I don't know. I, don't th- I, th- I think it's going to be bad. I think they're going to yeah. screw it up. Because, again, it's a movie. Ver- it's, a, it's a video game movie. And they're movie-fying it. Yeah. They're movie-fying the dumbest stuff. Because they're like, oh, we need to make it, you know, look cooler. But why? It looked cool in the video game. Yeah. Just do what they did in the video game. Mm-hmm. It was... And... I'm pretty sure that this takes place in the actual Assassin's Creed universe from the video games. Yeah. So that means that in the video games, it's canon that the Animus can be just a giant arm thing. <laughs> I'm really mad about this arm yeah, thing. Yeah, that's... 
I don't get that at all. There's no reason for that. There's no reason for them to movie fight. There's, there's in in what is it? Assassin's Creed Four. The Animus is a dude at a desk with a headset on. Yeah, that's the Animus. Why is it a giant arm thing in this? <laughs> I don't know. Abstergo was a game had a game company division. Yeah, and it was a bunch of dudes at a desk using the Animus. Like, come on, come on, guys. All right, is that it? Yeah, I think that's it. Let's take questions, because then we got to talk about Civil War real quick. Yeah. Before we get the hell out of here. All right, guys, uh, start throwing your questions at us. Um, I see one from Gavin Roberts. Hey, Will, I read an article about the next Transformer movie, The Last Night, will possibly include Rom. It was a stretch. Oh, baby. Thoughts? They both are owned by Hasbro, and they might be the Hasbro Cinematic Universe. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you guys. Um, I haven't read the... Rom Space Night <gasps> Free Comic Book Day thing that came out yet, um, and I haven't really like read a lot of Rom comics or know a lot about Rom. I just think Rom is cool. <laughs> I don't care what he does. I am right up there with right? you. Rom, I think Rom is such a cool character for the dumbest reasons. Yeah. <laughs> I I remember I bought a bunch of old Rom comics. I was like, who the hell is this? Rom awesome. Space Night. Um. I did read a preview of the free comic book. Yeah, so did I. And, and it looked that, awesome. It did not look awesome. <laughs> I mean, it looked quote-unquote awesome. It did not look awesome. I mean, it does, like, honestly, there was a robot chicken thing where, like, Rom is fighting a guy with a big magnet, and Rom's like, <laughs> I don't want to go next to you. <laughs> I I think I love that character because it's so ridiculous. Yeah. I, I love that character because he started out as a toy line. It was going right. to be this big epic toy line you know and they had a tie-in comic to go along with it the toy line lasted a year the comic lasted 10 and he actually had like big effects on the marvel universe yeah. right yeah like i forgot what i think was it uh that, that was a thing. was it infinity war i think it was might've... some big event and he had like a big part in it no i think it was secret wars secret wars okay that that makes Marvel, that makes used, Marvel used to do that where their licensed comics would be would be part of their you know ongoing Marvel universe for some reason like Transformers, GI Joe, uh, Rom. Thank God they didn't do that with Star Wars. Yeah, but yeah, no, I mean, I I will always love Rom even if you know I'll, I I can never read anything. about But here's Ron. the thing: if they make a Rom movie yeah. or put him into the movies in some way, it has to be. Like a completely ridiculous, over the top, like '80s movie. Yeah. Really, like super saturated, like lens flares everywhere, mm -hmm. like you know, like uh, V drum music and stuff. That's how they got to do it. Yeah. They can't try to make it like no. They can't like, try cool. to do a serious. No, they have to. They have to make like yeah. an '80s. They movie. need to know what they're doing. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh oh, fanatics. Uh, Nintendo making movies. Apparently, we want to get into self, uh, self-making movies. Interesting. Everybody's saying Mario movie, great. Mario movie would not be good, even if it's cart a cartoon yeah. version. Mario doesn't have a good story. It's got it's, it's got the most basic of stories. Story. It's got the most basic of stories. Yeah. The I mean the the Mario RPG games have like decent stories. Okay. but I'll like, give you that. Uh, you know what, Paper Mario, I enjoy. Yeah, Paper Mario, Mario and Luigi. But I'm just like regular Mario universe. Yeah. Like, uh, there's not much to do there. Mm -hmm. 
I'm sure like Pixar, give it to Pixar. Yeah. Do amazing things. But like, I don't think Zelda could do something great. They, there. there was that talk of that Zelda Netflix series. I, I think that could have been something. Right. That could have been good. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to do something with one of their characters. I don't think it's going to be Mario. Yeah. I mean, I could see like a Metroid movie. The only problem is like a big part of Metroid is like you being alone. And I don't know if they'd be able to do that for like two hours. Yeah. And that wouldn't be a kid's movie. And yeah. they're going to want to make it a yeah. kid's movie. Um, oh, uh, Super Ty wants to talk about Batman Remaster. Uh, they're releasing... Uh, oh, Arkham City and Arkham Asylum Remastered. Yeah. Um, Return to Arkham, they're and calling it. And it's not on PC. And you know what? It would not It would have been broken anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, it's um, they remade both games in Unreal Engine 4. Really? Yeah, which I think is cool. So that. like they're they're not what was it before Unreal Engine three oh so interesting Arkham Knight is Unreal Engine three hmm. so very interesting yeah I have to say you see a lot of these like uh, oh check out Mario and Unreal Engine four yeah. check out <laughs> Sonic and Unreal Engine four just because it's an Unreal Engine four doesn't mean it's cool looking or good yeah. or anything you know I mean I will say like these do look good i'm bat they actually it does seem like they changed the character models a little bit batman looks a little different um that being said it's 50 dollars. so you get two games yeah two games that came out years ago that i already own so it's true I, like i was tempted to you know take the second dip but like i can wait i don't do remasters of games i've already played yeah i just don't do it um except i would totally do Modern Warfare, because that was a long time ago. Yeah, but I'm not paying eighty dollars for that. You've got to be effing me. Yeah. <sighs> uh, what else? Fanatics wants a Kid Icarus movie. Uh, Tevio, your bad. most anticipated DC Rebirth titles. Um, Greg Rucka's Wonder Woman. Uh, Christopher Priest's uh, Deathstroke, and there was one more. Why can't I remember the other one? Um, James Tyen's Detective Comics because Red Robin is back. Oh, sorry. Tim Drake is back on the proper colors. Gavin Roberts says, Secret Wars 2. Trust me, I've read all of the rom comics. Yes. Jackie, Pokemon movie. Pokemon, funny story, Pokemon's not a Nintendo IP. They have a very weird relationship with the Pokemon company. Yeah. Like, the Pokemon company is its own company. They just license almost all of their games to uh nintendo. nintendo yeah yeah that's why you've got like pokemon go is gonna be on the phone yeah and like and like that was before that was announced before the whole nintendo mobile initiative yeah and uh there was something you know like the card game is on the computer and stuff mm-hmm. yeah uh, the card game's been on ios for like years yeah Brandon, Brandon Rodriguez, you guys going to see X-Men Apocalypse? Yes. Yeah? Uh, they they released tickets, but no none for the theaters around here. So I don't know really? what the deal is. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Know. It was like one theater that I'm not yeah. going to. I mean, I'll be honest. I don't know if I'm going to see that right away. Again. Again with you. Well, no. All right. <laughs> no, Civil War was an accident. This time, like, Civil War, we should absolutely have done a, a, a spoiler. I mean, a, a review right discussion. Away. You're right. For. Um, this this I, definitely I don't think not. so. Yeah, exactly. No. I would like to at least talk about it during Wolf Den Live. Okay. 
but uh, no, it's not necessary to see it right away because I heard it's like <laughs> they they're saying that it's like one of the worst movies, one of the worst action movies ever. I mean, that, that's saying a lot because uh, yeah, I know. Wolverine, the first Wolverine movie is so bad, so that bad. You really guys. A lot of negativity going on in this. In this, uh... I don't like that. I... Let me tell you about Overwatch. Have you seen <laughs> the uh, the shorts, the cartoon shorts? I've seen some of it. Yeah. They're so good. Yeah, amazing. There've been three so. Well, there was the the first one that was like a pitch, but there have been three character ones mm-hmm. that are just so good. They're like seven minutes long each, and they tell a whole story in each one. It's like a freaking pixar movie it's like amazing and they're releasing it all for free on youtube like (laughs) like who even cares yeah here here, let me just fart this out i'm blizzard Mm -hmm. all right so good all right let's do one more all right civil war we're gonna talk about spoilers so everybody leave (laughs) um hi veggie uh, I see a lot of people talking about a uh, preacher on AMC. Oh, I saw the preview today. The four I didn't preview. see the four minute preview, but I've seen like all the trailers and stuff. Looks interesting. Does look interesting. Don't know if I'm because I'm not watching TV. Apparently, yeah, I'm so. not gonna see it. Probably. Yeah, I still have to watch the last season of The Walking Dead. Yeah, I still haven't seen season two of Daredevil yet. Uh oh, there are really cool Overwatch comics with free comic book day. Gavin says yes. I didn't. I didn't read it. Actually. Did I get one of those? I think I got one of those. I got no. I got two from. Uh, oh, from PAX. No, no, no. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I guess I did get two from PAX. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Let Let's get into. Let's get into Civil War. We're doing spoilers now. So if you haven't seen it, leave right now. Yes. So, awesome movie. Yes. Loved it. Mm -hmm. Didn't like how miscommunications led to more fighting. Well, that's, you know, every... It's a a trope in superhero movies. Um, I mean, well, less so in this one, I'd say. Because they made it very clear, like, they were... Like, right from the beginning. Right when General Ross threw the... You know, Sokovia Accords on the table. They were very clear, like, yeah, no, this is a good idea. No, I don't think this is a good idea. The be- Yes, in the beginning, very clear divide. Mm-hmm. In the middle, I think that's where a little communication would have come into play. At the end, I think it was a very good reason to have a fight. Yeah, because at, at the end, they're just, like, pissed off at each other. Right. I think in the middle, because the problem, with, like, in the middle, because that's when Z- uh, Zemo came into the picture... And he started, like, messing things up. He was an amazing bad guy. I kind of wish, because apparently there was concept art for him to wear his classic purple mask. Mm-hmm. Kind of wish he was wearing that. I like how he is just a dude. Yeah, no, I, I got no problem and, with him. And also, he only wanted to screw things up for the Avengers. Yeah. He didn't even want, like, world domination or anything. Yeah. He just wanted to rock their world. Yeah. So, like, this is a superhero movie where the whole world wasn't in danger. It was just them. Right. But, I mean, if you're going to have, like, I don't know how many characters, there's like 10 characters in outlandish costumes, what's one more going to hurt? Right. That's that's been a, that's a trope, apparently. Like, if you know, like, some comic book adaptions, like, the hero will be all decked out and stuff, but the villain will be more realistic. Right. Like, okay. Uh, f- that's, that's a big thing in the Marvel movies. 
um, the old Incredible Hulk TV show, no supervillains. And that show was on for like five years. <laughs> right. So. Uh, another problem I had was during the big, these are all nitpicks, by the way. Mm-hmm. During the big airport fight scene. Yeah. Everybody loved that fight scene was amazing. Yes. Everybody was accounted for except for the vision. You saw him in the beginning and the whole fight happened and then you didn't see him again till the end. And the whole time I was watching that fight scene, I was like, the vision could be effing up everybody right now. I, you know, I think that's just not vision's character, you know, cause like, but like it, the it, whole fight, I was like, what is the vision doing right now? Yeah. Cause he could be blasting away everybody. I guess. Yeah. And it, it, you didn't see him until the very end. Yeah. Cause he, he was the all powerful guy there. And I know they kept out the Hulk and Thor because they were all powerful. They were too powerful. Yeah. So maybe they should have kept out the vision. No, I don't think because I think he played a very big part. Yeah, that's the thing. But at at least play up uh, Scarlet Witch versus uh, Vision, the Vision, a little bit more during that fight scene. So that there's a reason why the Vision is just not doing anything. Yeah, because he was unaccounted for for most of that fight until the very end. I'd have to I'd have to watch it again, but you're probably right. Um, Trying like thinking about like two things the comics did actually well compared to the movie um spider-man's role in the comic spider-man's role in the comic was he was the guy stuck in the middle right he was not that in the movie i understand why because they didn't have a lot of time with him right because he got like thrown in basically like right Right. he was written in in such a way where he was modular so that if they didn't get the rights they could pull him out right but i feel like and it it didn't have to be spider-man because they sort of did this with black widow have somebody like change sides I feel like had they had some somebody more clearly like see, oh, Tony's wrong or oh, Steve's wrong. I need to switch sides. Right. I feel like that would have added just a little bit more uh, tension and drama to it. Um, I mean, you, you sort of got that when uh, Sp- Spider-Man's like he's holding that thing. And Captain Rick goes, "Where are you from?" And Spider-Man's like, "Queens, Brooklyn," and he walks away. Like, you sort of get to see, like, Spider-Man's like, oh, maybe it's not so bad after all. Right. But it didn't turn. Everybody thought Black Panther was going to be that guy. I, yeah, no, you're, you're 100% right. Yeah. I, I I think in the grand scheme of things, Spider-Man was pretty useless in this movie. <laughs> but that's because, like, it was amazing fan service. I yes. thought he was awesome in the yes. movie. But. Uh, maybe the best Spider-Man. Yeah. But, like, you know, you didn't need him. For the movie, right? Um, I I think they were playing up the him and the whole him and Aunt May thing. They were playing up. He he was like, "You can't tell her. You can't yeah. tell her that I'm going." They could have had one more scene at after the whole fight and everything, mm-hmm. where Captain, uh, I mean, uh, Tony Stark was like, "All right, you're all set. You just gotta sign this." Yeah. And like, okay, cool. And it's you know the registration act. Yeah. He's like, "Wait, is does that this mean Aunt May's gonna know?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's not a big deal." And he's like, "No, it is a big deal." And yeah. then he sw- and then he like, "I'm out." That yeah. would have been awesome because they never once mentioned the fact that everybody's going to know your identity. Well, cuz nobody nobody in the Marvel Cinematic Universe has secret identities except Spider-Man. Not a lot of them. Uh Everybody knows who Cap is, everybody knows who right. Iron Man, War Machine, uh Scarlet Witch doesn't have Hawk a secret identity. Hawkeye has a secret identity. Does he? He absolutely does. I, he has a secret family. He doesn't have right. a secret identity. Right, right, right. Um, Ant-Man 
as like the only one. Yeah, Ant Man. And even then, I don't think it's like that. But secret. they were both on Captain America's side, right? That's what I mean. Like, it's I understand why it wasn't a big deal, but you gotta at least mention it. It's a big part of the story that was it's that big, was interesting. It's a big part of the comic story. I think because it's not a big deal in the Marvel Cinematic and, Universe, that's why it wasn't a big and deal. And that's in that. the way to loop in Spider Man and do a callback to the comics, right? No, that yeah, it would have worked in that sense. But I feel like you know the fact that there aren't there are really no secret identities in the MCU except for Spider Man, right? You know, it made sense not to make that a focal point of the registration act. But you, again, I feel like they built it up for Spider Man that he has a secret identity. Right. right. Well, because Spider Man was so important to the comic. And right. I mean, they didn't have him do the the big thing that he did in the comic, but I feel like you know they We're still spoiling. You could spoil. I already said you know the big thing he did in the comic, which was turn. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I'm not. That was a big turning point in the comics. Yeah, I'm not saying it needed to be a big turning point in the movie because mm-hmm. I understand he didn't play a big role. Yeah. But give me something, you know. Yeah. I'm glad that the final scene at the end was, um. Had Spider Man in it, yeah, but he was just looking at his watch, yeah, you know, <laughs> at uh, his spider signal. Which uh, friend of the show, Jake, who loves Spider Man more than he loves his wife, um, <laughs> said, "I that's the thing I hate the most about Spider Man is the spider signal." <laughs> I mean, that is dumb. Yeah. Um, another thing um, that was in the comic that didn't really that didn't happen at all in the movie. It didn't happen in the comic, but it happened in the aftermath. Um, is Cap's death? Captain America dies as a result of civil war. Oh yeah, that's an, yeah. Nobody dies in this movie. That was my big. That that's the reason why this wasn't as good as Winter Soldier for me. Yeah, still amazing. Gotta keep saying that because I'm just nitpicking. Yeah, but Winter Soldier had this awesome. Uh, it had this awesome like twist where everybody was Hydra. Yeah. And she everybody in Shield was Hydra. And now you don't have Shield anymore. Yeah. And like that had a major impact in the cinematic universe. And it was a big surprise. Mm-hmm. Um the uh, Civil War's twist was that the Winter Soldier is the one that killed Tony Stark's parents. Um Which apparently was mentioned in Winter Soldier. Was it? Yeah. I didn't know that. It, it's like really quick. Well, um, that was the twist. Uh, yeah, it was a big deal, but it didn't have as much of an impact as the twist in the Winter Soldier. It right. wasn't as big of a deal as that twist. And I feel like it would have been a big deal. Captain America died. <laughs> I feel like they had set it up for a war machine to die. Yes. But then like at the end, they changed their mind. And, I'm like, kind of glad like, he didn't. Yeah. Because I expected it. Yeah. And I didn't. I think I feel like this is almost worse. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you, you just give him an Iron Man suit. Yeah, which is kind of what they did. They gave him Iron Man legs. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, another thing too, like in the comic, it's very clear that Captain America loses. Mm-hmm. Like, he's rushed by civilians, and they basically say, "Stop! You're causing more harm than you than you're doing good." And Cap's like, "Oh, you're right. Crap! Uh, I surrender." But here, like. That's not the case, which actually might might be better. Wait, it's clear that who loses? Captain America. It's clear that Captain America. Yeah, he's, yeah he okay. straight up surrenders. He's like, everybody stand down. We lost, and he goes to jail. Yeah, and then he gets shot. 
by a time disruption bullet and gets lost in time. Yeah, that don't have to say that part. <laughs> no, I feel like I do because I feel like I need to remind everybody that comics are stupid. Who shot him? Because I was having this conversation the other day. And I forgot. I think. It was supposed to be just a nobody, and then, of course, like 10 comics later, they're like, oh, by the way, it no, was this person. It was, okay, so Red Skull hires Crossbones, the guy from the beginning of uh, Civil War that they're fighting. Right. Hires him to shoot Captain America first. He's all weak, and then somebody takes control of Sharon Carter, and Sharon Carter finishes him off. Okay. Crossbones. Yeah. I thought it was Bullseye. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I was like, "What asshole like villain could they just shoehorn in?" Yeah, because in the, when you're reading the comic, it's just a guy snipes him out. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. pretty sure it's Crossbones. They have to just make it weird. The, yeah, because comics are stupid. Because in that comic, it's like such a moment where like he, yeah, it's just, it's a big mystery where he just gets sniped out. Yeah, you know, like JFK. Yeah, it's like a big deal. It was in newspapers and stuff. Yeah. and then I've got all the time to drop some bullets. Yeah. Then I got to put that part in the newspaper. No, of course not. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, we needed a hook like that. Yeah. I mean, again, the movie handled the subject matter and everything a lot better than the comic did. It is leaps and bounds better than the comic was. Um. But. That being said, there were some things in the comic, like Spider-Man's turn, like uh, Captain America dying, like anybody dying, um, that could have, you know, just added a little bit to it. Because there was also um, the character Goliath. He died in the comic, and that was a big deal. Um, but nobody died in the movie, so. But also, Captain America died after Civil War. Yeah, but it feels it's a really important part of civil war but for yeah. some reason it wasn't part of civil war it was in the aftermath yeah, yeah. which is ridiculous yeah. but no that's an important part yeah um they're saying in the chat it was crossbones yeah and sharon Carter. Yeah. so you were right um i will say i am interested because now captain america forms the secret avengers which i right. which i think you know there's maybe more potential in that is so. is it is that actually what's going to happen in the cinematic universe? Do we know that for sure? I mean, that um, that's looks like what's going to happen. I mean, he goes in and frees all the other Avengers, right? But he, you know, I don't know. Like, he is not Captain America anymore. He dropped the shield. You he's know? yeah. I guess he's going to be his stupid nomad personality. Yeah, like I don't know. I don't know uh, what's going to happen. I mean, he could always just get it back. Look, Iron Man blew up all of his suits, and he's yeah. all flying around in all these suits. I am interested because um, Ant Man was part of that you know group arrested and thrown in the jail so what is this how is ant-man and the wasp gonna play out well they got kicked out i mean i mean you know. yeah no ant-man got free but now yeah. he, it's clear he's a wanted man like well, he was before well yeah but i mean at, at the end of ant-man like he had his name cleared like he, Did was, he? yeah he was i thought free. he still he's because in this he said i'm all you know because because they're like you know you're gonna be. They're gonna come yeah, after you. It, and he's like, "What else is new?" Yeah, because well, because he's been used to oh, okay. doing that stuff. Um, Brandon says, "I almost thought Tony was gonna die." Yeah, I mean, there, there is no way they're gonna kill Robert. Downey I Jr. thought for sure Captain America was dying when uh, Iron Man did the blast. Was mm -hmm. that is it the repulsor blast? Yeah. Or is that? That's yeah, a repulsor repul blast. Well, everything's a repulsor blast. Because what does he yell in 
uh, Marvel vs. Capcom when he does that, where he does the chest beam. I think he does, I think he yells repulsor blast. Oh, okay. Well, he does that. He does it, and it like chops off uh, Winter Soldier's arm, yeah. which is vibranium. Is it? Pretty sure it's. I'm like pretty positive right. vibranium because I mean when he's blocking bullets and stuff. Yeah. So, and that's that's I figured he's going to Wakanda to get a new arm. No, he's just going to Wakanda to sleep. <laughs> that too. So when he got his arm taken off by that. Captain America holds up the shield and he's still doing it. I was like, it's going to eat through that shield and he's dead. Yeah. That's it. And that didn't happen. So, I don't know. It's, uh, well, according to Wikipedia, it's just cybernetic. In the cinematic universe? Just in general. In the comics or the cinematic universe? In the comics. What about this? I'm looking. MCU, we're talking it about. Doesn't, it. It, doesn't say, it doesn't say. All it says is it's bionic. I'm pretty sure it's vibrating. I don't know, because, I mean, Iron Man... I mean, Iron Man shoots Captain America with it, and the shield stands. It's true. It's yeah. a good point. I don't know. I don't think... Um, but he's, like, doing so... He's It's, like, so powerful. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean it's vibranium. All right. I mean, you got... I know there's, like, barely any vibranium, but there's also barely any adamantium. Yeah. And that's, it's in everything yeah. in these freaking universes. I don't think they could call it adamantium, though, because it's owned by Fox. <laughs> that's true. Um... Black Panther suit is clearly made out of something. I think it's got vibranium claws. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. it. Because he's got bullets deflecting off of them. Well, because, you know, the claws are definitely vibranium. I think there's might be more because, you know, Wakanda is the only place you can get vibranium. Right. And I will say, um, I now need to read more Black Panther comics because he I heard the new amazing. one is amazing. Yeah, I want to read that. And I want to read uh, Christopher Priest's run on that because I like Christopher Priest's work and his Black Panther run is apparently the Supposedly best. Supposedly the vision is really good right now. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. All right, we got to get out of here. Yeah. This is a very long. We've already. How long? When your shield hits Tony arc reactor, that's what it is. You see Tony's face like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one thing I liked for this movie over the stupid comic was the ending. Tevia says. Yeah. I mean, Captain America dying was great. If you count that as the ending of something. Yeah. I thought that was good. Uh, it's probably the stupidest moment in this. What? Uh, that was in Brubaker's run. What was in Brubaker's run? Uh, Captain America getting shot. Oh, okay. And the whole time bullet thing. Time bullet thing was stupid. Yeah. All right, we're leaving. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for hanging out. Remember, t-shirts for sale. Get at it. Let me hit the button so you can see. There it is. Uh, go to tpublic.com. Search Overwatch. It's high noon. Same with the shirt. Mm-hmm. It's, good. it's by Bob Wolf. You'll see it. <laughs> That's or you can go to the description of this video. There's a link. Mm-hmm. It's our T Public store. I'll put this shirt in that store. I don't know why it's not there right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't know why you didn't. Uh, and buy stuff. Yeah, It's on sale for this week only. You can get our shirt, our uh, console gaming master race shirt. And that's it. Thank you guys very much for hanging out. Thank you for watching. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for liking, for commenting, all that stuff. Remember, tell your friends. You can get the audio version on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Um, Be sure to rate us five stars and leave good reviews. Um, Tell your friends about us. Take any one of our videos that you like. Any one. And show them to your friends. Maybe, you know, one re-reference in this episode, like my Ghostbusters 3 pitch. (laughs) There you go. um, It's one of our other movie reviews. Yeah, it was a very comic book movie heavy episode. Yeah. All right, oh, and remember, uh, if you got anything to, to talk to us about, go to the YouTube comments here and mm-hmm. leave a comment or tweet using the hashtag WolfDenLive, spelt the correct way. W U L F F D E N L I V E.
Thank you guys. Goodbye. Thank you. Have a good week. Ho, 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 ho. What can I get you? Hey, Santa. A pony and an iPhone for my mom. She really wants one. That's a lot. Look, at Metro, they'll give you an iPhone 6S just for switching. Charlie Jingle Bells. I should switch to Metro. It's smart. You should. Get this unbelievable deal under your tree. Switch and get an iPhone 6S on us. Hurry, because deals this good don't last long. Metro by T-Mobile. Plus sales tax and activation fee. Not valid for current T-Mobile network numbers or numbers active on Metro in past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions.